What's up, all you Anunnaki out there? Hope you're preaching the gospel on the moon because you're listening to Polygonometry. This is a family podcast where each week I sit down with a member of my family and we talk about what it's like growing up in polygamy. But this week is going to be a little bit different. Not only is it a double episode drop day, just because I wanted to, um, but this week is going to be something a little bit different. We are not going to be talking about polygamy hardly at all. Um, This is one of those episodes that I've been sitting on for a long time, and I've been excited to put these out there, and I couldn't think of a better time to put them out now because, guys, have you been paying attention to the news? The Pentagon, Uncle Obama, everybody is talking about UFOs. Have you not seen the footage? Dude, aliens are out there, and we always, we always knew that they were there. Then the government's finally like, gotta, gotta tell the people now, I guess. Everybody, everybody knows. And so... This week's episodes are going to be pertaining to Nibiru, and if you follow me on Instagram, you probably saw a reference to this on one of the one of the posts I had. But this these two episodes, basically, it's it's the exact experience of what it's like to sit down with my grandpa and be like, "All right, Grandpa, Planet X, go!" And boy, did we go, man! It was awesome. It was the last conversation that we had before I boosted out of his house that weekend. And I couldn't leave the house without without making sure that I could talk to him about it. And it's going to be great. I hope you guys absolutely enjoy these two episodes. I had a blast. I learned a lot. If you believe it, great. If you don't, great. Who cares? It's a fun conversation. And why don't you why don't you like great conversations? I like great conversations. That's why I have a podcast. Duh. Ligonometry. Okay, we're good. Okay, I got to put my earphones on, I guess, right? Yeah, so or go ahead and get good. those earphones back on. You're back from getting okay. some books. All right, feed okay. them to me. I want to see. Here, give them to me. These are the books I bought at Sam Miller's bookstore that day. Okay, so these books right here. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right, so The Epic of Gilgamesh. I've already read that. Love that book. Or love that story. Yeah. When Time Began, The First New Age. This one this one here wasn't by Zachary. Book five of the... Okay, so I need to start at the beginning. So yeah. book... This is a modern catching up with ancient knowledge. I don't okay, know which one you'd have to go in through. The fourth book. Okay, I'm getting I'm getting things in order here. Okay. All right. Um, when time began, the book four of the Earth Chronicles, book five of the Earth Chronicles, the fourth book, Lost Realm. So so why is the fourth book? There's there's two fourth book. Oh no, that's the sixth book. Okay, sorry, I read the Roman numerals wrong. Okay, and then this one. This is the book one, book six. So you have two copies of the Cosmic Code. So I'm okay. going to give you that one. Okay. I, and I've got the, I've got, if there's, you're missing a book, I've got it sitting there somewhere in, in, somewhere in my library, stuck somewhere. I'm slave made of order. Do you mind, Grandpa, do you mind if I take these? No, you can take them. Are you sure? Yeah, take them. You can I'm going to take these. I'm going to take these and read them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm all about this stuff. Okay. okay. Hold on a minute. I'm going to make it simple for you. Maybe. Okay. All right. Go ahead and go. I'm going to give you another book. Okay. So, so I'm going to. I'm just going to go ahead and talk while you're gone. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, what Grandpa gave me was, uh, book one of the Earth Chronicles is the Twelfth Planet by Zachariah Sitchin. 
author of Genesis Revisited. On the back, it says, In whose image was Adam made? Over the years, startling evidence has been unearthed, revealing the existence of a superior race of beings who once inhabited our world. Travelers from the stars, they arrived eons ago and planted the genetic seed that would ultimately blossom into a, remol- into a remarkable species called man. The product of 30 years of intensive research, The Twelfth Planet is the first book in Zachariah Sitchin's controversial Earth Chronicle series, a revolutionary body of work that offers indisputable documentary proof of humanity's extraterrestrial, extraterrestrial forefathers. I, I like this kind of stuff. This stuff is really interesting. Oh, okay, so no, what do you got? This, what do you got? Zachariah Sitchin takes all those books and types it all into this one. You want to take that. Okay, so, all right. The Lost Book of Enki. Is that how you say it? Yep. Enki? Enki? Yep. Okay. Lost Book of Enki. So this is from the same author. Memoirs and Prophecies of an Extraterrestrial God. Okay, can I we, am... I'm going to take a break here because i got to run to the restroom here. Okay, all right. I'll take a pause. That's the primordial begetter. Holy cow. So this is the back of uh, the Lost Book of Enki. When the, will the past become our future? Is humankind destined to repeat the events that occurred on another planet far away from Earth? Zachariah Sitchin's best-selling series, The Earth Chronicles, provided humanity's side of the story concerning our origins at the hands of the Anunnaki. Quote, those who from heaven to Earth came. So this race of people. In the Lost Book of Enki, now we view this saga from the perspective of Lord Enki, an Anunnaki leader revered in antiquity as a god who tells the story of these extraterrestrials' arrival on Earth from the planet Nibiru. Okay. So. You slept in till 10 o'clock this morning. I was up at 6 o'clock. Okay. And I'm 78 and you're, what, 17? 17. Goodness gracious, Grandpa. <laughs> I know. No. So, John, John West. Roger West. Roger West. Sorry. Roger. Roger West gets up in priesthood meeting and he talks about the Anunnaki. The Anunnaki and Nibiru. Yes, he does. Okay. And the Anunnaki, let me tell you who the Anunnaki are. Who are the Anunnaki? If you used to read the scriptures in Hebrew. Okay. Let me, let me get it out and I'm going to read to you some Hebrew. Okay. Zechariah Zachari- Sitchin was an author of books proposing an explanation for human origins involving ancient astronauts. Sitchin attributed, or the yeah, attributed the creation of the ancient Sumerian culture to the Anunnaki, which stated was a race of extraterrestrials from a planet beyond Neptune called Nibiru. He asserted that Sumerian mythology suggests that this hypothetical planet of Nibiru is an, an elongated 3,600-year-long elliptical orbit around the sun. Sitchin's books have sold millions of copies worldwide and have been translated in more than 25 languages. Sitchin's ideas have been rejected by scientists and academics who dismiss his work as pseudoscience and pseudohistory. His work has been criticized for flawed methodology and mistranslations of ancient texts, as well as for incorrect astronomical and scientific claims. Oh, you're... I'm, I'm just reading. I'm not, I'm not assuming one thing or the other. I'm just you're reading. Read this. Yeah, well, don't put that on... If you're going to... I'm, you're gonna I'm slam, just reading from... If you're gonna I'm, slam not, I'm not slamming anything. I, this is not me slamming. Okay. This is me reading from Wikipedia. I googled... Oh, Wikipedia. Zechari- now, now listen, now listen. 
I, I Googled. I, I'm assuming I'm assuming the same perception as people who have no idea what's going on. Okay. So I Googled Zechariah Sitchin, and this is the first link, first thing that came up, and that's what I did. Well, that's I just, because you did Google. Now, if you'd have gone duck, duck, you wouldn't have got that. Google's going to give you the all right. very I'll progressive. Go, I'll go duck, duck. I'll go duck, know, duck. Let's talk about Zechariah Sitchin. Okay. Because if you're going to go Google, I don't do Google. Okay. I'm going. I'm on. Look at this. Look at this. Uh, See my computer? Duck, duck, go. Okay. Well, All right. We're gonna, we're I'm, going, I'm going we're Zechariah Sitchin. Zechariah Sitchin. S-I-T-C-H-I-N. Zechariah Sitchin. First thing that comes up, Zechariah Sitchin at Amazon. Zechariah Sitchin at Walmart. Then it has the official website. Zechariah Sitchin Wikipedia. Why don't you go to the Zechariah Sitchin official website? All right. I'll go to the Zechariah Sitchin official website. Well, why are you doing that when you got me in front of you? Well, because I, I, oh, I, 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 okay. We're, we're, I'm, assu- I'm assuming the perspective of people the, who don't understand. Are we on the podcast here? We, we are recording, yes. Okay. Yeah, listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now there's, we've been doing me for eight hours. <laughs> More than that. Okay, but yeah. So now, so now, grandson, you're part of all this. Mm-hmm. And I did a lot of all this. And, and if I hadn't have done everything that I did, I wouldn't have you. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. Are you very good at math? I, I do what I can. Okay. There's something about me that maybe you have a hard time understanding. Okay. I produce excellent, absolutely beautiful, excellent great-grandchildren. I would agree. Okay. When are you going to give me a great-grandchild? <laughs> when are you going to get off your lazy butt and give me a great-grandchild? I. Uh, How old are you? I'm 27. You're 27 years old, and you have not yet given me a great-grandchild. So, Grandpa, can I give you some caveats? I don't even know what caveats means. You know what caveats means. You're an educated man. You understand what caveat means. Yeah, I do not know okay. what caveat Okay, caveat means. is a, a stipulation. Okay. A, uh, a, an explanation as to I why. I know what caveat means. I know you did. Okay, so here's my caveat. The woman that I am in love with needs things to be set in order mentally we'll get them in order well okay, uh, okay. I, want, I want to support the, no, no, the woman listen, that i'm in love with wait wait a minute you're giving me an excuse uh, i excuse. listen yes i listened to your pad with my son joel yes. you don't think i was sitting there doing it and i thought here is my son who's a mathematician here is my grandson also with a degree and they can't do their math math they in regards cannot, to what I tell it me, horrifies I, me to think that I'm going to have children at a young age. I mean, these people, I mean, uh, my mom had children when she was 18. My mom yeah. had children when she was 19, 20. That, oh, that is just too early and everything else. I didn't say that it was too early. I said I, that it scares me. Okay. I can have my feelings, can't I? Get over it. <laughs> <laughs> now, listen. The okay. sooner you jump into this... And have those children, the sooner, yeah. you're, sooner you're going to get them out of your life and enjoy old age. Okay. I Do see that logic. I see now, that logic. Now, if you, would, you waited till you were 27, you should have got it started when you were 20, 21. 20, 21. Okay. Now you'd be seven years ahead of the game. All right. So I have some explanations, and I'm, I'm going to let you finish, but I have some explanations if you're ready for them. I'm not going to accept him. Okay. If it's an excuse, <laughs> I'm, gl- I'm glad that you're you're willing to accept that you're not going to accept them. <laughs> so here's my here's my exception. 
Oh, by the way, and you can't edit this out. I'm not going to edit this okay, out. Okay. I'm, I'm full bore. Okay. So here's my explanation. The woman that I am in love with. Yeah. You said yourself, you produce excellence. You produce excellence. I produce excellent great-grandchildren. You, and oh, yeah, and, and like I said. And I've got other great-grandpas that will agree with me on that. And I, and I, I agree with you 100%. I, I would not disagree in the slightest. Okay, it is okay, all about, okay, oh, hold okay. on, hold on. I'm not finished yet. Oh, okay. man, you're okay. worse than I am. Yep. I have a little okay. bit of my mother in me, okay? Okay, okay. So, so here, here's, here's my explanation. Mm-hmm. You produce excellence. That would lend to the idea that you also expect excellence, correct? Am I receiving a lesson in philosophy? I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not talking about philosophy. Would you agree, yes or no, do you expect excellence out of the things that you produce that are excellent. <laughs> yes or no? No. You don't expect excellence? No. Okay. I'm glad that you said that. And that, and well, I have something for that. What if I said yes? I have, I have one for both. <laughs> I know you did. Okay. Okay, let me put it this way. Let, let, me, let me simplify this for you. Okay? <laughs> okay. Heavenly Fa- What's the very first commandment that Heavenly Father gives you? I told you at the very beginning I'm a religious man. Okay. I read the scriptures in Hebrew. Yes, yes, I yes. I got the Hebrew scriptures right here. Okay. I hear it. Okay. Yeah, I see. Now, what's the very first commandment? Thou shalt believe in God, the eternal Father, and the Holy Ghost. No. No? No. Sorry. I didn't right say here. it in Hebrew. It's right here. And it says, find yourself a mate. Separate yourself from your mom and dad. Get off the tit, son. Okay? <laughs> Separate okay. yourself from the mom and dad. Yeah. Find yourself a mate mm-hmm. and become as one. I understand. First commandment. I understand. Well, get with it. Okay. So Now, now, now you're not supposed to lollybog around about it. I'm not lollybogging. Okay, now. Oh, believe you, me, now, I'm not lollybogging. Okay, so now, so now you get your, so you get your mate. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And you get her to turn you on. Okay. And you get her pregnant. Okay. And you have a child, and your life is going to change real quick. I agree. And things are going to kick in. Mm-hmm. Your protective nature and everything else, her motherly nature, her bet, your olive, and it's going to kick in, and you're going to have a family. Mm-hmm. And then when you hit 45, you're going to say, oh, man, I see light at the end of the tunnel. Whew, I'm sure <laughs> glad we got started on this early because now I can enjoy my old age. Yeah. And then you kick them in the ass and you get them out of the house when they're about 19. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. There you go. Okay. So, here are some things that I have. Are you ready? Yeah. My own personal mental health factors in to how I raise my children. My wife's or of future wife's mental health factors into how I raise my children. Correct? And we, talk about, we talked about this a little bit off of air. But we're talking about the clients that I work with and the things that they have to work with uh, and their struggles they have and their parenting styles that they had to grow up with and everything else. Would you say, yes or no, that it is better to have a healthy mother than a sick mother? Oh, you want a healthy mother. Yes. Make it vegan. Exactly. Okay. Are you vegan? No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about mental health specifically. Oh, okay. Which might be classified in the same thing depending on who you talk to. Would you agree that it's better to have a healthy father instead of an unhealthy father. <laughs> okay, okay. I just wanted to get this thrown out there. I know <laughs> but would I'm you agree? Would you agree? It's, it's 9 o'clock at night. 
<laughs> I'm hitting the bed in an hour. <laughs> okay. Okay. We. I should have. I should have waited to have hit this with you till six o'clock in the morning. I was prepared to go. I was ready to go. <laughs> yes or no? Would it be better to have a set of healthy parents as opposed to yes, a set of unhealthy of course, parents? Of course. Of course. Of course. So now, my priority for me and the woman that I'm in love with is to get things set straight health-wise, and that includes mental health. I want to make sure that I am in a relationship, in a partnership with a woman and me, myself personally, that we are ready to go and ready to bang out this absolutely excellent great-grandchildren for you. <laughs> because I know that you expect excellence, and I know that, I know that you produce excellence. So I'm factoring that into my decision-making in regards to my offspring and, ergo, your offspring. Okay, let's get back to it. We're going to change the stuff. I got gotcha. you. Okay. okay, so now, so now, so now we're going to talk about Nibiru. Okay. Okay, and the Ananuki. So, so Roger West says Ananuki, priesthood meeting, Nibiru, we're yeah. talking about it. Yeah. Okay. Now, when you're talking about Nibiru, you have to understand that the Ananuki and Nibiru is some ancient Sumerian language. Basically, Ananuki translates over to the Hebrew Elohim, which transfers to the King James God. Okay. okay. Now, if you were to read in Hebrew, it says, Barashit bara Elohim at Hashayamayim uat Hazarat. In the beginning, in English, Created God. God created the heaven and the earth. The heavens and the earth. No, it says in the beginning created. And so actually in the beginning, which is spelled in Hebrew, Bet Resh Ayan Shin Yod Tav. Betresh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Does not mean beginning. It means the primordial of all. So the primordial of all, Bara, which is Bet Resh. Ayan, mm-hmm. Bara created Elohim. Ayan Lamed He Yod Mim Elohim At Alatav and in the heavens. Okay. okay. So, so you have the primordial that created the Elohim that created us. So you're one step up, and it's all missed in the English in the King James. Mm-hmm. Christianity has missed they, it. They've dropped the ball. They dropped the ball, and uh, politically correct Hebrew dropped the ball. Okay. Okay. But Zachariah Sitchin with the twelfth planet straightened it out. Basically is what is what it was what I'm telling you. This is Nibiru. So when Zachariah Sitchin studied this and saw that, it opened up a whole new meaning of the scriptures and mm-hmm. the creation. And here you have Nibiru, as I'm showing you on this paper here, mm-hmm. entering a stratosphere, and so you have the story. Between, well, be- here I'm showing it between Earth and Mars. Okay. okay. Now, so now you're having a creation story that's completely different. And I'm just giving a quick outline, and this creation, Nibiru, come through and organized the solar system. And Tiamat, which was the ancient Earth, okay, with its moon with its another planet going around it called Kingu, which is today called the moon. Okay, so this is ancient Sumerian. So the Anunnaki, or 
the Elohim, or as the Christians say, the God, God or God, came down to earth and mingled with man. Okay. The Adam, the Adam. So, but the thing is, you have the primordial, the creator of all, who created the Elohim. So it's one step up. The people who created Elohim, as in the people who created God. The primordial created God. The primordial. The primordial, the... the Can you define the creator, that really quick? creator of all. The primordial created God who then in turn created everything. No. Okay, the I want to make sure that I understand. The primordial... I call it primordial. Okay. Uh, it could be the the creator in in Zechariah Sitchin's books and everything. The ancient Sumerians call it the the creator of all, and the creator of all was you could say the deity of the Elohim or of the gods that created you and I. Okay. So we are created in the image of the Anunnaki. Not. Of God. Well, Anunnaki were the God, but they were created by the creator of all. So in other words, God answers to a even bigger that we're not aware that. There's something bigger than God. Yeah. Okay. That's what Nibiru is all about. Okay. All right. So like I said, to explain all that to you, I'd have to. It's going to take all night, <laughs> and you can just read these books, and then you. Teach, I'm going to, and then you teach. You become the teacher. So now you're the student. Now it's time that the student become the teacher. <laughs> I don't. I don't know anything about it, which is so why I'm going to have to educate books. myself. You got the. Books, I got the books now, and you got that, and you read it, and then you should put it. Now you come back. Okay. I tell you what. And we'll here's what I'm going in. to do. I'm going to read these books. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go home after we're done this weekend. I'm going to go home. I'm going to read these books, and then I'm going to come back. Yes. And then we'll and then we'll chat. And then we'll really get now. We'll get into now. And then here's what I want you to do. I gave you a bookmark. Mm-hmm. I want you to. I want you to memorize the Hebrew alphabet. I can't memorize the Hebrew. You alphabet. can memorize the Hebrew uh, alphabet. I got a lot of shit in my There's life going on right now. Characters you can memorize the Hebrew <laughs> alphabet. Okay, so you want me to learn a new language, and then we'll come so, back and chat. And because you, and once you memorize the Hebrew language, the Hebrew alphabet, you can read Hebrew. Okay. And you don't, and the, and the meeting will come to you. Okay. Okay. All right. And now every Hebrew character is twenty-two of them. Every Hebrew character has a meaning. Yeah. There is no vowels in the Hebrew language. Okay. Okay. Now you want to say God, and God is Gimel Dalit. Gimel Dalit. Gimel Dalit is God. And God is a pagan name for a Babylonian deity. Yeah. That they worshipped. Gimel Dalit was a Babylonian deity. Now... I'm not going to go pulling out and I could read scriptures and everything. Okay. So I'm just going to give this off the top of my head. Okay. He's a Babylonian deity. Now, um, Leah, that would be Jacob's first wife, had a handmaid, handmaiden, and she named her first son Gad or Gimel Dalit. So if the Gad, the A, or the O in God, or in Gad, 
as another name, one of the 12 tribes of Israel, Gad, mm-hmm. okay, is nothing more than a inserted vowel. Because in Hebrew, there are no vowels. It's just gimel dalet. So if you just saw a G-D, how would you pronounce it? And it's just G-D, and that's all. How, how would I? How would you pronounce it? Good. Good. Okay. So, Gid. Gid. Is a pagan deity for good luck, riches, and everything else. Now, it was actually pronounced God. 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 That's how it was pronounced. Well, when they made the King James Version, they said, well, we can't have, we can't have one of the 12 tribes of Israel named God, so we're going to put a we're going to put an A in there as a vowel. We're just going to insert it, and that's what they did. Now, okay. Gimel Dalit, as it's stated in the scriptures, in Isaiah, I think it's 62, 63, verse 11. Isaiah 62? 62, 63. I'll go get it for you. Uh, no, I got it right here. Isaiah. Well, I'm not sure exactly of my quote. Hang on. Okay, Isaiah 62 and 63. Zion's... Are you, Grandpa, are you talking about Zion's new name? Huh? Are you talking about Zion's new name? No. No? Well, that's in Z- Isaiah 62 and 63 in the New International Version. Let's go to the King James Version and see what it says. For, I, for Zion's sake, I will, not, I will not hold my peace, and for Jerusalem's sake, I will not rest. Is that, does that ring a bell? No. No? no I've got it right here for you. Okay. Isaiah 65, 11. Oh, 60, Isaiah 65, 11. Well, I have the power of the internet right here. Oh, yeah, so, we're, so we're going to... Isaiah 65, 11. But ye are that... Uh, but ye are they that forsaketh... Uh, that forsake the Lord, that forget my holy mountain, that prepare a table for that troop, and that troop? furnish... What do you mean troop? I'm reading, the King, okay. I'm, King, I'm reading the King James Version okay, right now here. Now let me give it to you in Hebrew. Okay, that furnish okay. the drink and offering unto that number. Okay. Now, let's read it properly. But you are those who forsake Yahweh, yod heh vav who forsake Yahweh, not the Lord, who forsake Yahweh, yod heh vav who forget, Olive Toph, my holy mountain, who array a table for God, the Babylonian de- deity of fortune, God, and who fill mixed wine for many. Okay. And I will number you to uh, Manny, the deity of fate. And I will number you to the sword, and you shall all bow down to the slaughter. Because I called you, and you did not answer. I spoke, and you did not hear, and did the evil in my eyes. And you chose that in which I had no pleasure. Then it goes on to explain that you will profane my name no more. Okay. So, how did we get this Gimel Dalit as God in place of Yahweh? But you didn't mention Gimel Dalit in that way you just barely read. Yes, I did. Where I did, pronounced it God. Well, for you array a table for God. Gimel Dalit. Okay, all right. So you didn't say Gimel Dalit, you said God. I just wanted to make sure Gimel because Dalit is keep in mind. Gimel Dalit in Hebrew is pronounced God. Okay, keep in mind, I'm still a dunce when it comes to okay. this stuff. I'm completely, I'm, telling you that. I'm completely new. So we're getting into Hebrew. I'm telling you what it is. All right, all right, all right. Here we go. I'm in. 
Okay, so... I'm listening. So let me tell you something. Okay. We are the house of Israel. Okay. And I'm, I'm kind of getting away from Nibiru, so we got to get back to Nibiru, because now I'm preaching to you like I do your Uncle David. <laughs> okay, so we, we've got to get back to Nibiru. Do you... Okay, so keep in mind, do you want to get into Nibiru tomorrow? And then that that'd way, probably be better. That way, we have enough time. We have rest under our belt and everything okay, else too. That'd probably be a good idea. You okay. should uh, you should do one with with her. Okay. With okay. Nora before. So I tell you I'm what. I'm getting tired. And, Let's take a pause. We'll pick this up in the morning. Okay. All got right. It. So why do, so why do you say he is neither male nor female? Or are we getting into a wreck from that point? Yeah. Why not? We don't have to oh, re. We don't. We don't have to restart. We can just continue the conversation. And then I'll fill in the blanks beforehand. That's totally it's fine with pod. me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I, I don't have any sort of real attachments to the pronouns. I, I don't, I don't care. But I, so, so, so your grandma says a pronoun is. So what's a pronoun? <laughs> so a self identifier. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what a pronoun. Yeah, is. yeah. Um, your grandma taught me a pronoun. <laughs> <laughs> so the when I ask you, he, I, like I said, I'm not attached to the pronoun. At all, I don't. I don't care really. You know, he, she, they, them, whatever. When it comes to the nature of God and, and that kind of stuff, I don't. I don't want to have any sort of attachments to that because it might. And the reason why I ask you is because I think people get overly attached to those pronouns. I like what you said that God is neither male nor female. No, he's both. Yeah. Yeah. If you take if you take the name, okay. You know, I, we talked yesterday about God. God. Is Gimel Dalit. God is a pagan name for money. Good M- luck. Money? If you look at money. Money. Uh, gold. Riches. Okay. You know, Gimel Dalit, and, I, and I'm using the Hebrew characters, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gimel Dalit is pronounced without vowels. Good. 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 However, you can do it. You can't help but put your accent into it, and your accent makes the vowel mm-hmm. in a mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. So maybe somebody from the south would say "gid," another one would say "god," another one would say "gad," "god." Mm-hmm. Okay. Now Constantine, in about three forty-five, three sixty-five A.D., mm-hmm. gets all these bishops, religious leaders together. Mm-hmm. And we're going to canonize the doctrine. We're going to have, you know. And this is along the lines of the, this is the Council of Nicaea, Nicene, yeah, Nicene. I don't have it all in front of me. The yeah, I'm, of and I'm also, you know, a dunce when and it comes to that are, specific. And these, are, and these are the books that we're going to accept, and these are the books we're not going to accept. Yeah, the kind of the, what, how is the Bible going to look from here yeah, forward? Yeah, and uh, we don't like the idea that... Uh, that Jesus was married. And because we're going to make Paul, now you're just getting your grandpa's feedings here. Mm-hmm. We're going to make this guy Paul the main character of the new Christianity because he was to the Gentiles. And he said the Gentiles didn't have to be circumcised. And he says this and he says that. And I could get into the law of circumcision if you wanted me to, but in this case, we're just staying on track here with the name. Mm-hmm. Of, of God. So we're not going to refer to Yewa as Yewa. We're not going to refer to him as Adonai. 
because or Elohim or, or Elohim. Okay. Uh, the Hebrew. We're not going to use the Hebrew. Now, Constantine was, was anti-Semitic. He didn't like Jews. Okay. He, right. he liked Paul. And uh, so he says, we're going to adapt the pagan name, deity, great deity that the pagans used. Gid. Gid. Gimel Dalit. Gimel Dalit. And, yeah. it come, and, and it ended up being pronounced God. That's just how it ended up happening. To, to your grandpa's knowledge, yeah. Okay. To okay. my knowledge, to my, to, my, to my own personal inlook on it, it came out more or less as a uh, interpretation of, a, of an accent. Okay. How would you, if you, if you were Rush Dalit for Rod, and you just had the Rush you had the rush, which is the R, and the dalit, which is the D, and no valve. How would you pronounce my your grandpa's nickname? Red. Red. <laughs> okay. So you could say Red. Yeah. So my name is Red. Yeah, Grandpa Red. Grandpa Red. Okay. <laughs> but <laughs> they ended up putting a valve in there. Okay. Now, Hebrew doesn't have any vowels. Yeah. So you're left for the big, wide range of interpretation of how you're going to pronounce something. Mm-hmm. If you and if you study the Bible, when at one time ben, the tribe of Benjamin almost didn't exist because uh, this one guy got a little a little too uh, carried away and did something to a Levite's wife, and he anyway, and mm-hmm. her body was cut up and sent to all the different tribes, and so the ben, the uh, Benjamites were being hunted out, and they got, almost become extinct as a tribe. Mm-hmm. But one reason why they're getting them is because of their accent when they're crossing into... The tribe of Benjamin had a specific accent? The different tribes had different accents. Because because they had been displaced? Not so much that they're displaced because they were were put... The Ephraimites had this... Section. Section. uh, Judah had this section. I guess that's what I mean. Not so much displaced, but they occupied various geographical areas, which lends to new accents. Yeah. Anybody from the UK can know that. Okay. Yeah. Oregon. I was born in Oregon. Mm-hmm. I end up in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. And certain people back on the East Coast, East Coast told me I didn't know how to pronounce my own state. Oh, because they pronounced it Oregon? Oregon. Mm. You see? Yeah. Uh, Washington. I, uh, a lot of people pronounce it Washington instead of Washington. Yes. Okay. Yeah. God instead of Gad. Rod instead of red. Yeah. No okay. vowels. A vowel is, in a sense, you could say an accent mm-hmm. to a degree. Now, in the English language, we come up with the vowels. Modern Hebrew now has vowels. You see the little dots on the characters that has vowels. But back then, it didn't. Okay. It didn't have a vowel. Okay. And so you take this pagan deity that was really big. Gimadalit. The Gimel Dalad was a deity, a pagan deity, meaning rich. It also meant a troop, a large troop. That's why when we're reading it in the King James versions, it says troop. In Isaiah 64 or whatever we were reading. Yeah, yesterday. verse 11. That's yeah. right, yeah. It was a troop. I think it was Isaiah 65, but anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was a troop. Well, <laughs> no, fame and riches. So we put... In God we trust on our coinage, 
and I read it in fame and fortune we trust. On our coins. On our coins. Which is very ironic and kind of poetic in its own way. But to me, to your grandpa, I read that and I put up with it because I understand the ignorance of Christianity, modern Christianity. The ignorance of modern Christianity. Ignorance yeah. of modern Christianity. Truth, yeah. truth will, will never bend its knee to it, and it's going to be straightened out. Yeah. Okay, so now you take the true name mm-hmm. and don't use God. And I don't. You see, you go to Matthew 24, or in Matthew, in the book of Matthew. Okay. I'm going to pull it up, and I just want to just read as you're talking to me, so go ahead. Okay. Matthew 24? The Lord's Prayer. Okay. In the Lord's Prayer, and Jesus is teaching, and I'm Yeshua. Yeshua. Yeah. Yahweh, Gimadalit. No. Good. Same person? Same same thing? Basically. Same idea? Yeshua, Yeshua, Yeshua means salvation. Salvation is actually pronounced with the Yod, Shin, uh, Ayan, Yashu, Yash, Yasha. Yasha. Yashua. Yashua. Y-A-S-H-A. Or you could go, you know, Yod, Shin, Ayan, you know, and then. Okay, so we're on Matthew 24. Okay. So what is so what does Yahshua tell us to do? Yahshua says, "Here's how you pray: Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven." Okay, he doesn't say, "God, thy will be done." Hmm. He doesn't say gimel dotted. He says, "Our Father in heaven." So you have a father on earth, and you have a father in heaven. Hmm. And every breath you take, you pronounce his name. Every breath you take, you pronounce your heavenly father's name. I think we might have messed up as far as where it's at in the scriptures. Where's it at? I think it's in Luke, not in Matthew. I think it's in Luke and Matthew both. Okay. So, yeah, there's. it's in the gospel of Matthew. The shorter gospel of Luke is the one. Yeah, okay. Okay. Gotcha. So, So, both right. So pray then in this way. It's not Matthew 24. I think it's in Matthew uh, okay. chapter 6, not 24. Okay. I, just, I, I just want to make sure that okay. I'm correct okay. for the you're, people you're who right. are. I like, for, 24 happens to be my favorite uh, chapter of Matthew, and I <laughs> okay. just automatically say that. Now, sure. And I did correct myself. No, and that's now. fine. I want to make sure because there's will be people who listen who are like, no, hold on. You got the chapter wrong. Oh, okay. So, okay. Okay. And that's fine. Oh, that's right. We're talking to the world here. We, I mean, <laughs> I mean, we can. We don't have to publish I'm this. Really, it doesn't matter to, no, it doesn't matter to me. I'm really talking to somebody in Romania, huh? I mean, that if, fascinates me. Isn't that cool? <laughs> yeah. Isn't that cool? I mean, and I can show you the, the analytics right here on the computer, but, I mean, we have people tuning in from uh, 31 different states so far. Uh, Italy, Germany, wow. Japan, Singapore. Israel? No Israel just yet. <laughs> uh, I have not have I have not had any sort of folks okay. tuning in so from that so let's get from back. that area. So 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 let's get back to this because this is something that is uh, pretty important with your with your grandpa. Okay. Okay. So you look at the coin and it says, "In God we trust." And I, when I read that, I says, "In fame, in riches we do trust," because that God is nothing more than Gimel Dalit, mm-hmm. uh, a pagan deity, a Babylonian pagan deity very possibly the same deity 
that Jacob's wife carried from her house of Laban. Okay. Okay, possibly. I'm not going to make a statement on that, so therefore I'm covering myself if somebody out there wants to say, oh, no, 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 that's not right or something, because mm-hmm. I'm saying possibly. Okay. Okay, leaving himself uh, a back door on that one. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so, so Constantine uh, takes out and decides what's going to be the Nazine Creed. And we're stuck with it even today. In Christianity, that's why you have all the different denominations. But the point is, here's here's what's important: you get back to the law. This is why I learned the Hebrew alphabet, and you do not have to be fluent in Hebrew. If you get one, if you learn the Hebrew alphabet, the numerical value and the meaning of each consonant of those twenty-two consonants. Mm-hmm. You are going to open up a world that is beyond a measure because the mathematical value of each consonant can take you many, many places. Mm-hmm. And it's meaning. So when hey, you have Yod, Hey, Vav, Hey, and I showed you the meaning of those, yeah. and the Hey's are feminine, and the Vav is... Is both. Is joined, to join. The, the, yod, the yod is the masculine, the uh, Hey is the feminine, feminine, and the Vav is the combination of both. Well, it's a combination. It's as you saw in the meeting. It joins the two. Yeah, you know, Br- bring, I don't brings them together. Opinion. Brings them together. Yeah. Okay. Now you pronounce that, and I stumbled onto this, and when I stumbled onto this, grandson, mm-hmm. I was so arrogant to think I was the only person in the world that knew this. So you thought you had approached something that nobody had ever. Nobody thought Nobody had ever done. Okay, <laughs> I do that. Often, <laughs> and, I, and I get humbled. About the time I think I know everything, I get humbled and find out. That's I really good. Don't. That's the way it should be. Yeah. So I'm I'm sitting there thinking, Yod, hey, Vav, hey, Yod, hey, yo. I'm whispering. I can whisper. I can whisper. Yeah. Yeah. So your breath is whispering the name of Yahweh, this deity. My heavenly Father. Hmm. Now, Yeshua makes it very simple. Our Father, which art in heaven, it's our Father. Mm-hmm. It's your Father. It's your heavenly Father. It's my heavenly Father. And you pronounce His name. Okay. Yahweh. Now you can whisper it every time you take a breath. You're whispering your heavenly Father's name. I thought, oh my gosh. And I thought, I'm the only person in the world that knows this. Well, we have this thing called Google. Duck, duck. You know, <laughs> doctor, you, you, you get a pain in your side, you go to Dr. Google. Yeah. <laughs> then when you get to the doctor, actual doctor, you find out maybe Dr. Google was over. <laughs> was over-exaggerating. <laughs> Exaggerating. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I go on Google or I go on DuckDuck. I think I went on, uh, that time I was doing, I'm doing okay. DuckDuck. I, mm-hmm. I went on DuckDuck. And, oh, my gosh. You're not the only one. I'm not the only one. <laughs> so did you feel validation in that moment? Yeah, I did. I, it made me feel good. Yeah. You like, know. oh, I'm not the only one who thought of this. Yeah. Cool. And then I find cool. out that, uh, you know, it's, yeah. And I love, though I, you know, my, my grandma was, as you know, the Jewish background. 
Mm-hmm. I love on, on Saturday, getting up Saturday mornings and locking myself into my room, and I get on there and I, I go on the YouTube and I, and I listen to rabbis. I mm. love to. Uh, and you still do that? Oh, I do that. Yeah. yeah. If you weren't here yesterday, I would have been doing it yesterday. Yeah. I love to do that. Oh, and, cool. And I'll, I'll pick a subject, and I'll and I'll hit YouTube, mm-hmm. and uh, I got I and I'm not going to mention them here, but I got certain because I I'd have to go with my list, but I have certain rabbis that you listen that, to that I like to listen to, and the the one ra- one rabbi I like to listen to is the one that's a guru on the Bible code. I'm into Bible codes mm-hmm. and uh, whatnot. Okay. It's really interesting. So when you take so when you take a breath of air, you pronounce the name. So Yahweh. Now we we profane that by replacing it with God, riches, and that's why he said he's going to put his name in order, and he says you will profane my name no more. Hmm. It's in Jeremiah. It's in Isaiah. It's in Ezekiel. And you shall profane my name no more. He's going to put things in order. So when he says the name, that's a very interesting concept to me because he says, you shall profane my name no more, the name. Because we're talking about the name. We're talking about Gid, we're talking about Gimadalit, we're talking Elohim, the breath, the whisper, all that stuff. When he says that, is it a possibility? I'm, I'm, I'm assuming you're going to say yes to this, but is it a possibility that he's talking about, you shall profane my name no more, meaning you shall profane your breath? And if we can expand that out to breath being something more than just inhale exhale breath meaning giving life to yeah you are you shall not profane life no more in a sense okay because you see we replaced because of anti-semitism because of our of people's distaste you know mm-hmm. uh you go to Galatians in, in the New Testament. And it basically tells you you're, you're a Gentile, you're not subject. That's for, that's for Peter and the Jews. Galatians says what? Galatians, we're talking about circumcision and we're talking about the Torah. Okay. And so it doesn't apply to us. So you can go out and you can eat pork and you can do this and you can do that. Okay. And, uh, and we, as Americans are dominantly a Christian country Mm -hmm. and we say in God we trust very liberally and in our innocence in our innocence and ignorance with innocence Mm -hmm. best way to put it you're talking to somebody that's not it I I have no formal education so I explain things maybe differently than other people sure sure Uh, but and so that's the best way I could put that across we use the name God because it was handed down to where now it's a custom, it's a, you know. Kind of a colloquialism. Yeah. Just kind okay. of like, you're, a, all yeah, right, you're whatever. You're using the words I don't know. You're <laughs> doing great there. And so there's nothing wrong with saying God because it's been here for so long, it's just become part of a language. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I disagree with that. You don't like that? I do not like that. Mm, now, here's something that I know that I've done. Okay. Truth will never bend its knee to the ignorance of man, regardless of how innocent it might be. Truth will never bend its knee okay. to what is not true. Okay? It's not going to bend its knee to it. It's going to stand up, and truth will, and thus, and thus, truth is going to prevail. 
Mm-hmm. And the truth is that our Heavenly Father's heavenly name is Yahweh. And you pronounce it with every breath you take, whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. And you take your first breath you take when you come out of your mother's womb is Yahweh. And you're screaming it. Yeah. <laughs> and you're screaming it. And you're screaming it. It's a very interesting and thought. Very interesting the last thought. breath you take, you whisper Yahweh with your very last breath. From the and first to the last, Alpha Omega. Down. You know? <laughs> yeah, Alpha Omega is the Greek. Yeah. Now, but, if you go into the scriptures, and I showed this to you yesterday, you suddenly see, as, as it says in, in English, in, in the beginning, now we know that the beginning is the uh, creator of all, is beginning. It isn't beginning as it is. It's the primordial of, of all. And that is what created created the Elohim. Mm-hmm. And then you have an olive toff with no meaning underneath it. Just olive toff. Okay. Yeah, yeah. At. You got the pharaoh, Akhenat, Aten, Akhenaten, Aten, at the end of his name, At. 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 Olive toff. I mean, there's so far and so much is out there for you to for you to look at so you're getting back to this with the uh, name if you take if you take the elohim that's pearl now you have the el which is the supreme the singular supreme deity of of yahweh and you have so you have the el the Aleph Lamed, Him, and then you have the He Yod Mim, and Mim is, at the end of the word is always plural. Now you can learn all this just by learning the alphabet and doing a little study. You don't have to, and then you go to Israel. You're not going to be able to carry on a conversation over in Israel, mm-hmm. even though you know the alphabet. But you can learn so much, so much. It's like when I learned, when I. Determinedly learn the alphabet, the Hebrew alphabet, with determination. And the reason why your grandpa did this was because I go from this Sunday school, that summer Sunday school that my grandma used to send me to to get me out of her hair there in Renonia, Oregon, to Mrs. Peach, mm-hmm. who was an excellent teacher. You mentioned Mrs. Peach. Oh, yeah, I love her. Mm-hmm. I can remember her to this day. Mm-hmm. But she was saying God. Because she knew nothing else. Mm. And Heavenly Father understands that. And he's going to turn it around with a loving hand. Yeah. But it is going to turn around, and his name will be profane no more. Yeah. And you can accept it <laughs> or not accept it. But mm. once you have knowledge of it, you need to, yeah. Okay. You need to stand up and understand what it is. Mm. And so... And you come up, and then I and then I can remember going to this Nazarene church and everything. And then when I went looking, when I went and I had my my sister take me to a different church, and then I go through Mormonism and I go through fundamentalism and I go through plural marriage. And when I'm studying plural marriage, and then I decide I am I'm out. Done with plural marriage, or the done with the plural not marriage. plural marriage, but done with fundamentalism. Done with religion 
in a sense, organized religion. Yeah. Done with it. I remember that day when I walked out of my office and I, and uh, I walk out and I says, I've got an announcement to make. Yeah. I'm three parts female and one part male. You had to say this to your wives. Yeah. You're three parts female and one part male. Yeah. Because you have three wives and you. Yeah. And we're all one. So therefore I am three parts female and one part male. And I walked in now. Digest that. How did they take it? (laughs) (laughs) Stella, who lived 20 years in in alchemy with me, took it pretty good. One other time, I'm studying the scriptures, and I'm trying to make sense of it. And I'm trying to make sense of this guy called Paul. Yeah. And he's degrading women, and he's doing this. And he's and in one part, he's telling this father that his his daughter should not get married. It's better to be 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 single and be celibate because uh, the stronger male is a celibate male, and of course I'm strong. So I go out and I make an announcement mm. again. Yeah. In a similar circumstances, my three wives are sitting there, and I <laughs> says, uh, "I have an announcement to make. I am now celibate." All right. And I walk away. And I make the announcement that from now on I am celibate. Okay, so I have a question. How long did you last with your (laughs) celibacy, Grandpa? (laughs) I did. I, I was it how many hours you, was it you two should, if you're when you three when you <laughs> when you deal with Nora you're gonna have to bring that up because Nora Nora and we're both like huh uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so how many Nora, Nora at that time only had two children oh okay so okay, we know so that it they, didn't go, last. they immediately go to Stella and Stella says act normal <laughs> she had already heard of your she, little proclamations before. Well, not that, but she, yeah. Yeah, she, she knew how to handle says, it. She says, listen, don't, don't worry about it. Just, just be yourself. <laughs> do what you regularly do, and this will pass. <laughs> this too shall pass. Yeah, uh, um, I think it was a month later. Yeah, about a month later, Teo was consummated, um, a little bit after that, conceived. Shani was you conceived. I'm sorry, yeah, yeah was yeah. conceived, and then and then Shani. I I, I, I lasted thirty days. You went thirty days I without know. having sex. Yeah, I did. Really? I, yeah, I did. You? Yeah, yeah. You? <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. All right. Yeah, it, All right. I lasted. I lasted close to thirty days. A I, month. I I hung in there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I tell you what. I have to do some social media stuff okay. with my podcast, so we'll take a pause, and then uh, we'll get back to it. Hope you don't. All righty.